When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Who dat? And welcome back to Kenosha Conquest Podcast. I'm your host as always, Brendan Ertle. Today we're going to be covering day two, day three, and of course the undrafted free agency period of the draft. Uh, we already covered day one, so won't go over that too much. Obviously, uh, we got Chris Olave, Trevor Penning, two really good picks, great picks. Uh, but going up to get Olave costed a good amount, a three and a four, and it took them some draft capital to even get those picks anyway so not a ton of picks in this draft but some definitely some good value and some some good players for sure so I mean let's just start off and talk about Alante Taylor absolute dog first and foremost uh love the player the guy himself really really good guy there's no question that he will fit in culture wise um early in his career at Tennessee he was up and down uh, the coaching staff, they didn't see eye to eye, and they didn't love the coverage and defense that they ran. So, didn't play amazing, but this new year with the new staff, he played really well. Tennessee, uh, of course, was a little bit better than they usually been. Uh, he was rising up draft boards. Whatever the media may say, whether it's a reach or not, the player prospect fits the spot. Um, super, super athletic, super fast. And that's what the Saints like, because they like smart, tough, talented players. And that's what they get. So, Here's the thing. Alante Taylor, he's going to be a really good player. Year one with the Saints, obviously the fit, we don't know. We're not really sure right now. But the one thing is, he'll be a dog on special teams, and he'll be fighting for fighting for that gunner spot, honestly. Uh, the Saints love to get guys like this, and they have been very good at finding guys like this. It goes all the way back to Malcolm Jenkins when they drafted him as a corner, switched him to safety, and it worked out really, really well. And then we can go on with the P.J. Williams. Um, I mean, just go on the list. C.J. Gunner Johnson. So many guys. Uh, J.T. Gray, Justin Hardy. Guys like that that they find that turn into good, solid players. Uh, the question is, corner in the second round. It felt like corner was probably the strongest position that the Saints had. Obviously, uh, Lattimore, Debo, Bradley Roby. Whether you want to call Chauncey Gunner Johnson a corner or not, he's a slot corner. 
So really, really deep room. So that was the question there was, Alante Taylor corner, does he fit in that room? And we kind of all assumed maybe he he will be the fill-in at safety. Well, Dennis Allen kind of shut that down pretty fast. He's like, no, we see him as a corner. Uh, we like the competition. Uh, we like we like the guy. So what that tells me is they just pretty much drafted the best available player at that position, and which is fine. You like competition, and if I mean, let's just say Lante Taylor is great, and he has he beats out a guy like Adebo. I mean, it's not it's not amazing, but it's you know. It's competition. You'd like to have competition and depth at the cornerback position, especially, is super important. The few games where Marshawn missed some time with the hand injury, uh, course was rough. So they get their guy. Maybe he can eventually turn into a future starting corner, a future safety, or a future nickel corner. We'll just have to see with him. But no question, the talent's there. He'll make an impact immediately on special teams. Uh, just the fit with the team doesn't make a whole lot of sense now, but I mean, maybe come training camp, it'll make a little bit more sense. After uh, Elante, we waited a really, really long time for the next Saints pick, and it was weird. Uh, I didn't, I couldn't make a podcast yesterday because I was just sitting there waiting, like, yeah, we don't have a second round pick for the rest of this draft. We don't have a third either, but I can't, I just assume that they're done for the day because, I mean, they're known for trading back into draft, so I sat there, waited. And they didn't do it at that point. It's just like, well, let's just wait for tomorrow and compile it all together. Uh, just because these guys are not as much to talk about as of right now. Uh, so we waited all day. Uh, and we got a, a real dog of a player at that fifth round spot. Uh, 161st overall, DeMarco Jackson. Really cool name. A really cool story with this guy too. He actually went to Zion Williamson's rival high school. So that's interesting for sure. Um he was the Sunbelt Defensive Player of the Year. He had 19 tackles for loss and six sacks last season. That is pretty, pretty impressive. And this is a guy that was regarded as uh, a guy that probably should have went earlier. He played safety earlier in his career and had tons of experience at that position. So the speed at linebacker position for him is clear and obvious. The fit is obvious. Uh we don't necessarily need a linebacker per se, but it's definitely a hole where you're always looking to add a guy like that. Another thing is the Saints love the senior bowl. He killed the senior bowl. Lots of the coaches and uh, scouts there were really, really impressed with his senior bowl and like how he would translate the Sunbelt quote unquote level play to the senior bowl. And he definitely showed it. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah, huge, huge fan of this guy. Um, said he can really run and cover. So what's that means for Quan Alexander? Don't really know, but it's good for the Saints if DeMarco Jackson can become kind of that new Quan Alexander potentially. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see how training camp plays out and if they, they bring him back, they bring him back at a smaller deal. But really like the pick here. I think he can really blossom into something and just sit behind DeMario and Pete and learn. And again, DeMarco will be a key special teams player with Alante and that's back-to-back picks where it's like these guys will be future NFL studs, but right now they'll be instant contributors on special teams, and that's kind of the main thing. Uh, Adebo, that was the main question with me. Can he be a main special teams player if he doesn't start? Obviously came in, started really well, um, kind of locked in that job, but these guys will be. They're hard workers, they're dogs, um, and that's kind of the main thing for them.
Next pick in the sixth round, 194th overall, we took Jordan Jackson, a defense tackle out of Air Force. Don't have to worry about him missing any time with the Air Force. He's already good to go. He's uh, set to make his, I guess he's free. I, I don't really know what the terms are for that. Um, but good, solid pick there. I mean, don't have a lot of homework on him. Didn't have a lot of research on him before the draft. Defensive tackle was a position that we talked about that they could add as early as day two. They did add some pieces in the offseason. Jill Johnson, Contavious Street. Now they add Jordan Jackson to the mix with Shai Tuttle, uh, Malcolm Roach, Christian Ringo. So it's going to be a real interesting competition at that defensive tackle spot because not all these guys are going to make the team. There's going to be the survival of the fittest. So really interesting pick there. Hopefully you can turn into something. Um, but that did it for the draft. Not many picks, but that's okay. I mean, if you think about it, day one was so much fun. It was everything we wanted it to be. I would have traded every single pick to have the opportunity to take Chris Olave because I sat there after the draft and they talked about early picks for offensive rookie of the year and they had a Saints wide receiver in the conversation. It just felt good. It felt good to have a guy that we can watch grow again. It felt like back when we took Michael Thomas, it was like, let's see this guy blossom and grow into what he truly can be. And it's exciting. Jameis Winston loves to throw the ball downfield and Chris Olave is going to absorb so many passes from that guy. He's going to throw, uh, catch lots of touchdowns from him, and I'm really looking forward to it. So I'm not going to get a, give a grade on the draft. I think grading drafts are ridiculous. You'll see guys on the internet say the Saints had like a C-minus draft. It's like, where are you getting that from? In the Saints' eyes, they had probably had a great draft. They took all the guys that they had ranked highest at that position. Now, they didn't have a ton of picks, which is fine. And they didn't necessarily draft the needs that they needed, but that's not what you do. You don't draft based off a need. You draft based off of talent. You're going to take the best guy, and that's shown. The corner in the second round, that made probably no sense to most people, but for the Saints, it's like, if you can have Marshall Lattimore and Jalen Ramsey, you do it. I'm not saying it's Jalen Ramsey. I'm just saying you add talent to your team. It doesn't matter when or where you can get it. You do it. Now, let's talk about the fun part. And this is my favorite kind of part of every draft is day three after the draft. Literally seconds after the draft, undrafted free agency starts. So I'm going to talk about the guys that the Saints have so far signed. Uh, they, Of course, some will still come in. I waited a little bit. I think we got a good list. I think they have about 12 or 13 spots to add guys, give or take. Um, and if you haven't listened to Mickey Loomis's interview, Go listen to that. Very, very interesting. They say He said on their draft board, on their whiteboard, they have a depth chart with the starting lineups. There, He said there is a must and a card on the board that has no name on it that will be addressed in free agency or via trade. My guess, safety. So, have fun with that one. Let's talk about the UDFAs now. Um, right off the bat, seconds in, the Saints add Bearcats linebacker Joel DeBlanco, I think his name is. Uh, 113 total tackles this past season with Cincinnati with the with the really, really good defense that they had. So the Saints love and have been able to find some very, very good undrafted free agent linebackers. He'll come in and compete with a very good group now. Um, nothing's given in this league, and he could come in and take anyone's job. So obviously a priority for them to get Joel. Should be a good guy with them. Next up, Saints add a tight end, Lucas Kroll out of Pitt. 
watched this, watched this kid a little bit um, while watching Kenny Pickett highlights. Really like him. I, I think there's a good shot that he could at least make the practice squad. So we'll just see with Lucas. So like that ad right there. Next up, probably one of my favorites. And I talked about this right after the draft ended is the Saints didn't add running back in the draft. And Mickey talked about in the interview that there is still a, not necessarily a need or a must at running back, but there's a want, uh, obviously with the situation going on there. And they added a really, really talented player. Abraham Smith from Baylor went off last year, to say the least. Had a career year. 1,600 yards rushing, 12 touchdowns. 6.2 yards per carry that is filthy that is a ton of yards and I'm surprised that this kid did not get drafted Um, obviously Baylor had a breakout year as well Tony Jones spot isn't necessarily safe I'd say so bringing in a guy like that that can be a guy on special teams or can be a guy that you can maybe turn into an actual running back Abraham Smith really liked the ad there I think he will be one of my favorites going in. Uh, next one, Weber State, Damian Lillard's ex-college. Uh, why is he a kick returner? Rashid Rashid. Say that with me. Rashid Rashid. Interesting there. Uh, obviously, they have an excellent kick returner in Deontay Hardy. Uh, just bring him in for competition. Don't let Deontay Hardy just kick back and enjoy training camp. Have him just work a little bit. Uh be interesting to see that competition there. Next up, I'm super bad with this name. He has two other brothers in the NFL, and I'm going to butcher it. It's Nafeni Sewell. Uh, obviously, his brother got drafted last year by the Lions. Uh, I've seen this kid play a ton. Uh, working in the Pac-12, I see the Sewell family a lot on the field. And this kid is a dog. Definitely another linebacker that can come in, compete. Uh, maybe become another special teams player. I mean, look at what they found last year in Andrew Dow. He became a really good player for them instantly. So you never know with these guys. Uh, big fan of him and, of course, all of his brothers. Uh, next up, one of my favorites, and it's going to be one of, a fan favorite as well. I thought this kid was going to get drafted as early as day two. So clearly, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, secondly, Auburn Safety Smoke Monday is his name. Doesn't really get better than that. Uh, hometown kid from the South. Really happy to see him come home. Uh, I mean, I'm just cheering for him because of his name. That would be cool to have a safety on the team named Smoke. And we know how the Saints secondary is. They love to have Smoke. And, I mean, they'll embrace that kid. And they'll have fun with him for sure. Smoke Monday is a Saint. Next up, Texas Tech safety. Uh, Demarcus Fields. Haven't heard much about him. Uh, should be an interesting ad as well. Another one, Iowa safety, Jack Corin. Another camp body. Doesn't hurt to bring him in. Obviously liked him a little bit. Uh, so let's see here who's next. As I'm saying these, they're signing more. So sorry if I miss any. Uh, just now, Penn State lineman Eric Wilson. So at this given moment, that's it for the underactive free agents. I'm sure they'll be in uh, some more potentially any minute or couple days from now we'll just see that's pretty much the class the 2022 draft class really like these guys think we got some studs obviously like i said hate grades i'm not going to put a grade on it i'll put a grade on it two years from now 
Uh, last year's class, obviously, we can grade now. Not the best. Uh, I think this class is definitely going to be better than the last two we've had. I'll say that for sure. Actually, it will be better. They got better prospects. They went back to what they are good at doing, drafting the best available player. I think Olave is going to be a stud, like I said before. And it's going to be interesting. Still some holes on this team. And they got money to spend. Around 19 to $20 million to spend uh, on Monday around noon, I want to say. Uh, 3 p.m. actually, New Orleans time. You can sign free agents and they won't account for the comp pick formula. So, as it stands right now, the Saints probably have a third round pick. Maybe a fourth based off of losing Tron Armstead. So, Kind of depends how they work Andy Dalton's contract and how that works on the books. But they can sign a free agent on Monday and it not count anymore towards that. So that's what NFL teams are probably doing. And I think the focus now turns to, can you add Tyron Matthew or Jarvis Landry? Or is there a tight end out there you like? Or anyone else? There's definitely some veteran running backs out there as well. Uh, You can come in and bring in and compete. Overall, fun class. I enjoyed this year's draft. Obviously not as much to cover uh, in day two and day three than in years past. But I love this class. I think you guys will too. Um, And we'll just guys keep keep it posted on what's going on. I mean, this is going to be an interesting week coming up. The Saints will have some needs to fill still. And that's not like the Saints to go in this far in the offseason with Muss on their team. Um, Obviously, we've had a Muss at the wide receiver position for the last two damn years. Adding Olave fixes that so much. Still could bring in a guy, but obviously that safety position. I don't think drafting Alante Taylor, bringing in these free agents, I don't think that stops him from adding one. And obviously Mickey said, you'll hear it, go listen. He says there is still a must on this roster. And you're looking at it, safety. It's my guess. Thank you guys for tuning in today's episode. Uh, Really fun draft. I can just say that we did it. We finally did it. We got a wide receiver in the draft, one that we've coveted and talked about on this podcast for weeks, for months, for years. We did it. We got Olave. We got a wide receiver to pair with Michael Thomas. I'm super excited. Uh, I'm nerding out. I'm trying to figure out what number he's going to wear. Number five is available. Number 17 is available. So many different things and options. I don't really care if they put him in number 99. I'm still buying a jersey. All jokes aside, appreciate you guys' support throughout the whole draft, throughout this whole process. Um, and we're not done yet. We got more stuff coming up. We got training camp coming up and the season's just around the corner. As always, thank you guys for love and support and I'll see you guys next episode. Who that? 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 Who that?